Hey everyone, welcome to the Chamber Channel's Five Questions podcast. This is the place where we take a deep dive with industry leaders for an inside look at their world. When it comes to arts and culture, Hilton Head Island really does sort of have it all. From symphonies and lantern parades to top jazz clubs and gullah culture. I'm really fortunate today to get to talk with Jen McEwen. She's the Director of Cultural Affairs for the town of Hilton Head Island. And as I said to Jen in this interview, she has one of the coolest jobs in town. So take notes, listen to what she's got to say. There's so much great stuff happening on the island when it comes to arts and culture. Let's hear it. So the other day I was driving down Gumtree Road and I noticed something pretty amazing. There's some great murals. They're really gorgeous. Tell me about them. I know they're near the uh, the Gullah Museum and, and who made them? Why are they there? I love these murals. This is one of my favorite projects from this year. Um, the Gullah Museum approached the Office of Cultural Affairs to um, execute one of our Community Creates initiatives. The Community Creates initiatives, there's an application at culturehhi.org. And honestly, any person or organization in the community that has an arts and culture idea that we can execute can submit their proposal. So they, you know, we ask for a vision and a mission and a plan and a budget. And then if it's something that we, we think we can, you know, wrap our arms around and, and do well, then we will. Um, and we budget usually for two or three of these a year. So Louise Cohen approached me and their board members filled out this application. They were doing many renovations at the Gullah Museum. They are reopening post-COVID on July 3rd of this year. So um, they had been shut down for about 18 months. So anyway, they put in this beautiful fence and I worked with some um, African-American artists, two Gullah artists and one African-American artist who was greatly inspired by the Gullah culture to license some of their works to reproduce. And if you look closely, those are um, fabric banners. So you can't from the street, you can't you can't tell. It looks like painted panels. Um, but they are reproduced on fabric panels. That way the wind doesn't blow them down. Um, but yeah, so they are themed in Gullah culture, history, the ingenuity, the community, the creativity of the people. Um, but I think that it turned out really well. And I love driving past there and seeing it. It's myself. so great to see. I see people stop. I see people as they're walking down um, the leisure paths. I see them stop to look at them. So it's an interesting installation. And I think one, one of the things I love about Hilton Head Island when it comes to arts and culture is I like to think of it or just, just art amenities in general. There's little pockets of wonderful everywhere. There really are from, and you guys have a big role in that. I think one of the biggest spaces we always think of right now is Low Country Celebration Park. Been open about seven months and just what a wonderful space that is. What's planned? What's coming? Because, you know, it's everyone's chomping at the bit to get in there and Lots do something fun. Lots of stuff fun. is coming. Um, they, the town did an amazing job on that park led by Jennifer Ray and Chris Darnell, um, Nick's Construction. I mean, that is such a crown jewel, right, in our public assets at the moment. Um, and it has this amazing concert pavilion. So um, Hilton Head Symphony Orchestra at the end of April, this past April, came out of their COVID quarantine with a, with a public concert there. And we are actually um, presenting a free symphonic pops as part of Crescendo in February. So mark the date, October 22nd, Low Country Celebration Park. We will be out there. Um, and again, thanks to the support of the town of Hilton Head Island and T-Mobile, we are able to um, produce this concert completely free of charge to the public. So there's a huge lawn. I mean, I think that lawn is the size of two football fields. So there's a space for everyone's blanket and 
um, you can enjoy the free concert. And that's going to be a really nice signature event for Crescendo, which is also coming out of COVID quarantine. That's amazing. <laughs> that's going to be fun. I can see. Well, speaking of arts, I mean, I know that's coming around the bend too. Crescendo is back this yes. October. Oh. I don't, you know, it's, it's relatively new, but I know that people are often asking us, What's Crescendo? So tell them, if you were going to tell someone, what, what's it all about and what's planned? So Crescendo is Hilton Head Island's celebration of arts and culture. It is a month-long celebration. It's a little bit longer this year. We're going October 10th through November 13th. It will launch with the Latin Music Festival on October 10th and close with the Hilton Head Island Lantern Parade on the 13th. And there'll be over 100 events in the middle of that. So we see probably about 60,000 people during that month that are coming to participate in arts and culture. This is a program with National Arts and Humanities Month. Um, this year, we will have that free symphony concert. We'll have um, the Hilton Head Jazz Fest is back. Jazz for All Ages is back at Hilton Head Beach and Tennis. Um, trying to Oh, we're going to have an amazing exhibit at Coastal Discovery Museum where Chantel Ritter, who is the lead artist for the Lantern Parade, they are going to exhibit... Um, lanterns that she's been creating over the last 20 years. So oh like gosh. kind of the history and progression of how her art form has progressed will open in late October and run through January. Um, we are launching a new large scale sculpture tour off of our sculpture garden that we plan to tour off of Celebration Park. Um, not Celebration Park, pardon me, uh, Shelter Cove Community Pathway, the new pathway renovation. There's going to be five new permanent large-scale sculptures added to the public art collection, which increases our public art collection by 50%. And then we'll have space to rotate five additional pieces. So that will constantly be a living, breathing exhibit that is going to flip out every 11 months. Um, so we're, fingers crossed, we will have some art installed for that October opening. Um, and we're bringing the concert truck back. If you saw the concert truck a couple of years ago, yeah. we're going to have the concert truck back. We're going to do some school shows. We're going to do um, probably trucks squared, which are which will be food trucks and concert trucks in partnership with the Island Rec. Um, yeah, we're going to do a lot of really fun stuff this year. We're bringing this really great um, group down from Columbia to headline the opening party. So the Crescendo opening kickoff party, it'll be at Shelter Cove Community Park on the 12th of October. And we'll have performances by Louise Cohen, by the Junior Jazz Foundation, um, the Dance Theater of Hilton Head. We're going to, I think, have a drum line. We, and then we are bringing this group down from Columbia called the Little Big Band. And they are a 11 piece big band orchestra with a vocalist. They're going to do two free shows at each of our, our elementary schools. And then they're going to headline that party so the public can come out and see them too that day. Now that sounds like a party. Super fun. That, no, officially, I think you do have the funnest job in town. I think so too. I, um, leadership will come into my office and I'll be like, how in love's their job? You have the funnest <laughs> so job fun. and you are truly the glue that keeps it all together here when it comes to arts and cultural. Nice. I wish I had a time for every time someone had said to us, oh, call Jen. Just call Jen. Just call Jen. Jen knows. Just call Jen. So <laughs> thank you for being that glue. And I think one of the things that really put sort of arts and culture on the map here in terms of the official office and what you do was the Lantern Parade. Oh, that thanks. first Lantern Parade, everyone said, oh, this is why we have this. This is these types of events. And that just such a home run. And, was, you know, I know it was is abridged in some ways uh, with with COVID and what's been happening. So what's in store for that? 
We are so excited to be back in person. So we will be on South Forest Beach, um, starting at the Alder Lane Beach Access at the Marriott Grand Ocean Loggerhead Tavern um, on the 13th. We start there. We'll line up at 5. We'll step off at 545 right after sunset, and we will parade up South Forest and Caligny Beach um, to the Beach House Resort and the Tiki Hut, where we'll have a concert. There are um, official hotel sponsor, and you can get a discounted room if you want to come visit. And um, yeah, so we will have multiple bands. We bring a couple bands in from Columbia, a couple bands in from Atlanta to march. We'll have our Hilton Head High School marching band with us again, as always, which is super fun. Um, but you know, we had 1,800 paraders plus, you know, probably another 2,000 spectators in year one. And it was such a lovely snapshot of our community. It was, it was, um, you know, every every race, every age, every ability level. We went and did workshops with Pockets Full of Sunshine and um, what we're going to also do this year. So for COVID, we did a parade in place, a drive-through option. We're going to add that as a Lantern Parade Eve event at historic Mitchellville Freedom Park on the 12th because what we discovered in this, um, you know, Band-Aid to keep, keep it going while we were all stuck at home is that that created a really lovely answer to mobility accessibility issues, yeah. which the beach presents. You know, we try, we do rent beach wheelchairs for people with mobility issues. We do run additional ADA matting, um, but you can't run a mat the entire mile of the beach at high tide. Like it's just impossible. But we're going to have the drive through option so people can come through and do the large glowing puppet safari and have the puppets interact with you in your cars and vehicles, which, you know, turned out to be a pretty fun alternative last year. But It'll be great to be back in person. That's great. So if someone wants to make a lantern, someone wants to participate, how do they do that? We have all sorts of options. We're going to be running workshops. Um, our first workshop actually will be at the Outside Foundations Waterfest on August 18th. I believe that's the date in August. And then we'll have workshops all through the fall. The Art Center always runs a couple workshops. The Art League Academy will run a few workshops. We're going to run a couple at the Coastal Discovery Museum. We also sell... The lead artist lantern kits, we will have seagulls, which is a brand new lantern kit she's offering um, that will flap and um, sea turtle hatchlings through Coastal Discovery um, and possibly some owls. We did some owls last year, too. Oh, that's going to be fun. So, People yeah, are going to really be fun. all over that. You know, when you came to this community, what was the biggest surprise to you about our arts and cultural community here? Well, I think it's how how deep it is, because this is a pretty small community. One of the for population wise year round. So one of the first things I did in 2018 was work with Americans for the Arts to do an economic impact study. And they only study nonprofit organizations. So here on the island, we also have a great depth of for-profit galleries and local musicians and really um, a pretty thriving for-profit art scene. But our nonprofit art scene is um, 30, $39.2 million a year and that puts us, when you kind of sort all the databases and look at who we align with, um, it's communities that have population of like about 200,000 people, you know, or like a major university like Gainesville, Florida, where the University of Florida is. Um, right. But really, it's much larger communities. So the th- fact that we have year round symphony and multiple professional theater companies and you can hear live music every day of the week and you know, one of the top 10 greatest jazz clubs in the country. Like who would think that, you know, like a top 10 jazz club would be here would be on, on this, this island. island, but it is, there's a huge jazz scene on this island. As I would, I learned from one of our residents over 458 performances a year 
He could tally 458. He knew there were more. That's amazing. And you know, that just speaks to, to the sort of that relationship between, between tourism and some of the things we do with the arts, because I think sometimes people often forget never once visitors here enjoying, you know, whether yeah. it's the jazz corner or the live music every night. And now they get to live here and live among it. And so those two go hand in hand. That's for sure. I agree. I mean, we definitely have cultural drivers too, like the Concord Elegance. Sure. Um, but we, and, you know, we're hoping Crescendo, you know, turns into that too. It is still a young event. Um, but yes, I think that the depth and quality of what we have in the arts and culture scene um, really is one of those tipping points that says, oh, I could live here year round from Manhattan or Chicago or San Francisco. Definitely. OK, so where's the spot? If I want to know everything that's happening, what's the what's the website to go to that has that info that you guys do? CultureHHI.org has um, a pretty robust events calendar for the arts and culture organizations. Um, and you now landing pages on there for all of the events we talked about. Um, you can also hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Culture HHI. Um, but that, that's the handle at Culture HHI. Well, I will be in line to make my think I'm going to do the, the baby sea turtle. That's going to be my, yeah, turtle. I think the, the baby sea turtles, the hatchlings for the, uh, I was, lantern parade. I was suggesting we should do like, like a chamber team. Lantern making that we're I, in. We sh- All right, we're in. Let's that just sounds so like fun. fun. You heard it here first. <laughs> so glad to have you, Jen. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Charlie. Thanks everyone for listening to today's Hilton Head Island Bluffton Chamber Five Questions with podcast. We encourage you to tune in for future episodes. We're going to be talking with more thought leaders from throughout the Low Country. Wherever you subscribe to your podcast now, whether it's iTunes or Spotify, that's where you'll find your chamber. So tune in for future shows and future podcasts with the Hilton Head Island Bluffton Chamber.